Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. I'm going to continue on with the uh, trend I've been doing with the podcast where I'm answering questions and I'm keeping the time down a little bit because I want everybody to listen and I know we're busy. So I like to keep them to about 10 or 15 minutes and I think that's adequate time to answer questions. Before I get to that though, let me thank Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow. They handle commercial, they handle private. I mean, they're simply the best. Give them a shout at 386-451-2412. All right, so the other day I handled one that I thought was a really good question off of social media, and it was the difference between machines and free weights, what's better. And it's funny, when I sent that out to different people, everybody shouted back at me, neither, both. Yes, they got it. But it's good to listen to it and hear why that both of them are great and really there isn't a better. And this was another question that jumped out at me that I thought was really good because I see it a lot. And the question was, how do I exercise with bad arthritis and when I'm in pain? So I'm going to tackle that. I'm going to tackle basically the ins and outs of working out to alleviate pain and to maybe never get there to begin with. So I think that's a great question and let's uh, let the method to the madness figure out why we do what we do when we exercise, when we have injuries. So first, the, the specific question was about arthritis, but again, I wanna take this more into the realm of all physical abnormalities as far as joints go. But arthritis is the most common. Millions and millions of Americans are impacted by it, and of course, worldwide as well. But we do have a tendency to have it a little bit more as a nation because we have one of the number one risk factors for it, which is obesity. So when I'm talking arthritis, I'm talking about osteoarthritis and not rheumatoid arthritis, but osteoarthritis, which affects the individual joints. So obesity is one of the number one causes of arthritis, as is prior injuries that never healed properly. That's another one. So there are some risk factors for arthritis. But again, the good news is we can hopefully prevent a lot of decay with our joints, and we can absolutely make them better. So what arthritis is, is essentially just the breakdown of joints. The cartilage starts to break down and we get bone on bone. And bone on bone without cushioning is going to hurt. Now again, some of it is just abusing our joints from being overweight. I mean, I hate to stress it. I know I've had clients that say they get very frustrated when they see their physician and their physician blames everything on their weight. They'll say, well, hypertension, the physician will say, because you're overweight. I have arthritis, the physician will say, well, it's because you're overweight. And I know they get mad, but you know what? There is a lot of truth to that with many, many things. 
Now, when I say that, that doesn't mean we have to be skinny stick figures and we have to be ripped and we have to be all these things. No, but you have to understand that if you're carrying more excess adipose tissue, when you're carrying more weight than you need, that puts a huge demand on your body. It puts a huge demand on your joints. When you're walking around, you're walking around with a lot more weight on the joints. I mean, common sense is going to tell you that that is going to stress your skeleton a lot more than if you were lighter. So there just is a lot of truth to that. And then the second big risk factor, again, is if you've been injured in the past, meaning you played football and maybe you tore your ACL a couple times or, you know, once is bad enough. You played baseball and maybe you tore your UCL, that owner collateral ligament that we hear a lot about, the Tommy John thing, which is more and more common with players. So maybe you will end up with arthritic elbows. That's possible. You injured your shoulders playing different sports. So maybe they didn't heal properly. You could get arthritic. So those are all things that can lead to arthritic joints. Now notice I didn't say running. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I can do an entire podcast on this, but running and other exercises have been blamed for arthritis and joint degeneration for years. And the truth is that's just not true. They did a study in New York City several years back where they looked at people for over 30 years. And what they did was they looked at people, and I believe they started in their 50s or 60s years of age. So they looked at older people. When I say older, they tracked them all the way up into their 80s and 90s. They looked at those who ran during that time period, jogged, and they looked at those who didn't. And they actually found that the runners had less osteoarthritis than the non-runners. So they were able to come to the conclusion that running doesn't cause arthritis nor does any other kind of exercise. So that's very important to understand. Now, when you finish listening to this, don't go around and say that uh, Rob said I should run if I had arthritis. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying running doesn't cause it. What causes it are those conditions I mentioned, being overweight, time, simply over time, our joints can get worn down, prior injuries, and there is some genetic factors with arthritis. So a lot of things can cause it, all right? Running and exercises, and I also hear, oh, squats are bad for your knees, they're gonna cause arthritis. That couldn't be further from the truth. Squats are one of the best things we can do for our knees. Now, if we have arthritic knees, yes, it's going to hurt if we run, maybe. I had a client who sadly passed on a couple years ago, but he had arthritic knees and he was running up to his 90s. So it just doesn't happen that way for everybody, but it can, running and certain exercise, whatever it might be, swimming if it's your shoulder, can exasperate arthritis or other joint issues, meaning make them worse, but that doesn't mean it causes it. So the first rule of thumb when we're training arthritic joints or any kind of bone or joint breakdown is to let pain be the guide. All of the latest information on arthritis and joint degeneration and chronic injuries 
has shown that exercise is your best friend. In an email I put in yesterday, I put it in the email, I took it from the American College of Sports Medicine, so I wish I was authentic in the fact that I invented this, but they did. But they said motion is lotion, motion is lotion. So I really think that's cool and it's very, very true. So when we move, our joints feel better. It increases blood flow is one of the major things that it does. It raises your core temperature. How many times have you heard experts say, whether they be chiropractors, massage therapists, people that help you with recovery, say put heat on it? Right, because it makes it feel better, right? Well, exercise does that. It raises your core temperature so you're less likely to feel the aches and the pains in your joints. And again, it increases circulation and it strengthens all the muscles around joints so the joints don't take nearly the amount of the stress that they used to. Take knees. A lot of people have issues with their knees. If you strengthen the vastus medialis, which is one of your quads above the knee, and then you strengthen all of your quads, and you strengthen your hamstrings, and you strengthen your calves, your gastrocnemius, and your soleus, you now have strengthened all the muscles that surround the knee. So doesn't common sense tell you that if you strengthen muscles that support a knee, the knee joint is going to take less stress because the muscles are taking more of the stress? I would hope that that would ring a bell in you and go, well, that should be true. Well, me, as the body expert, I can tell you that is true. And the other thing that happens when we exercise is we don't just strengthen the muscles. We strengthen the connective tissue the tendons which connect muscle to bone. When we strength exercise, especially, we are strengthening the tendons. When we exercise, we are strengthening the ligaments. So not only are we strengthening the muscles around joints, we are strengthening the connective tissue that connect joints, and we are strengthening the bones. Studies show that the best thing we can do for bone density is number one, weight train, number two, weight-bearing exercise. So whenever I hear people say, well, I really don't want to exercise because my body hurts too bad, I have arthritis, it just, it just boils me. I'm like, man, where are you hearing that? That is flat out not true. I know some people do believe that, but it flat out is not true. It is the polar opposite. When we don't move, we're going to be in far more pain. You just have to trust me on that. Get out and start moving. Now, how? Again, let pain be the guide. Like, I have all these different things I've seen through the years. I have them written down. I've taught them to other trainers. Like, there's all these rules and contraindications with each and every exercise and each and every joint problem. So, like, for example, studies show that if you have a meniscus tear, you shouldn't do an open chain exercise like a leg extension and you should do a closed chain exercise like a squat or something like that. Now, if you have anterior knee syndrome, which is a different knee problem, then it's the opposite. You should do an open chain exercise like a knee extension and at least until you're pain-free, stay away from squats and things like that. All that's great. Uh, you know, There's also things for the shoulders, hips, and everything. So shoulders, an example would be 
if you have an impingement problem, which is a tendon on connects the bicep to the shoulder muscles, then you shouldn't do anything to the side or it's going to cause pain. You shouldn't go overhead. It's going to cause pain. I mean, all these rules are good to start with, but I can tell you from somebody who's been doing this 30 years, sometimes it's not true. Sometimes the easiest rule of thumb is let pain be the guide. I've done the meniscus thing with people and I'll say, all right, we're going to do these short versions of squats. I'll say, man, every time I do those, my knees hurt and then they hurt later. I think, okay, well, that's not good. Then I'll go to a leg extension, which you're technically not supposed to do with a meniscus tear because it supposedly causes shearing in the knee. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't hurt. And you know what? My knee's getting better. So that's such a great rule. You let pain be the guide. Again, it's not causing anything. The exercise is not causing problems, but it could exasperate it, meaning make it worse. But that is such a simple solution. Does the movement at that moment cause an issue? I just worked with a guy helping him with his shoulder. He went through shoulder surgery. He did some physical therapy. Then I said, all right, so now we're going to take a little bit further. And again, I've got complete confidence when I do these things because I'm doing them for so long. And I said, it's very simple. You know, do you feel shoulder pain when you do this movement? Well, I feel a little bit here. Okay, we're not going to do this yet. Tell you what, bring these dumbbells out to the front. Now do you feel it? Nope, nope, nope. Okay. So that's really the way we do it. We just simply train around the pain. There are so many different movements you can do in strength training. It's really inexcusable to do a movement that aggravates you because if it does, it's just going to plant fear and then you're not going to do it. And there are so many different ways to do the same movement. I just don't know why a trainer or you would do a movement that irritates it. That just means you don't have enough options. But there are plenty of options out there. And that goes for cardio too. If you just have a huge desire to run and you have arthritic knees, I mean, my advice would be start out walking. Then if you start to jog and you don't have any issues, well, do slow build up, meaning just increase over time slowly. And if you still don't have issues, great, you're on your way. If you start to get issues like pain and swelling, you have to tell yourself, well, this isn't working for me. I'm going to have to find another movement like power walking or cycling or swimming, whatever, and do that. It's really the same rule of thumb. We need to do movement every day and we need to find things that don't make our situation worse and make them better. I always say it. we need to be doing cardio at least three to five times a week. We need to be doing strength training at least two to three days a week. And I shouldn't say at least. We should be doing strength training two to three days a week and find the things that don't exasperate our joints. And that really is the key because motion is lotion for the joints. That was a really good question. And I want you to keep them coming. All right. Speaking of that. I have a couple father and son that come to the gym and they've had a lot of injuries through the years. Both of them have been very athletic and played many sports in high school. So they have a bit of a issues we have to work around and we do and now they're doing great. And they happen to own overhead door of Daytona Beach, which is the best garage door company around. They have the best customer service. They have the best doors. So if you need any help, with the garage door, a new one or service on yours, give Jeff and Zach Hawk a call.
386-226-3820.